the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Abiding in Christ. Abide and glide. We use that term, but do we really know what it means to abide in Christ, to live in Him? Let's talk about that next on Truth For Today. All week this week on Truth For Today, we're learning what it means to abide in Christ. Hi there. Welcome to the broadcast. Coming to you from Valley Bible Church right here in Hercules. Our teacher and pastor, Phil Howard, has been methodically working his way through selected passages of the book of John, taking larger swaths, if you will, rather than short little chunks of verse by verse. And today we're in John 15, verses 1 through 8, looking at what it means to abide in Christ. Join us. Here's Pastor Phil Howard with today's broadcast of Truth For Today. You know what my problem is? I've got to go through a thousand temptations before I get there. And I can wind up stealing money that doesn't belong to me, sleeping with someone I shouldn't be sleeping with, and getting bitter and fighting this temptation. That t- I haven't landed yet, and the Father's still working on me. Right. Pruning, delivering. Stay in touch, stay in touch. I put you in touch. Stay in constant communion, reliance. Stay connected in your heart to the vine. There is the source. Here, I'll form it, and I'll get you in me. But you, I want to maintain it. It's called the perseverance of the saints. Who do I know who's saved? Those who persevere. Hey, they might have been saved. You don't know that guy wasn't saved. Maybe I don't. But you don't know that he was. How did he go out? Well, he was loaded. uh, Shot two guys. And uh, just made a a Coke uh, buy. Well... He might not be saved. Oh, no, no. When he was seven years old, he raised his hand in junior church. He must be. Other words, being connected to the vine doesn't change your life. And we bought that in American Christianity. You don't have to change. And you'll feel comfortable. Application. Jesus Christ is the true vine or source of life. He that hath the Son hath the life. And so if he is the source of life, the big issue will, does that life ever get through us? Does it ever show up? Two, people who have been connected with Christ without his life will be cut off. You can run around with us. You can be associated. I've had people in this church that were deacons, Uh, They were Sunday school teachers that I'm not sure they're in heaven. I'm absolutely not sure. Uh, They they threw the life to the wind. Their profession was authentic, but their end was drastic. Maybe they're saved. 
I hope they are. Can you be in contact with Christ like Judas and ultimately be lost? Can you be in contact with the church like Demas and ultimately be lost? Can you be in the church at Laodicea and ultimately be spit out? Can you be at the church of Ephesus and ultimately abandon your first love? How can that happen? They quit abiding. They quit communing. They, they quit following. Look at, uh, look back at John 6 to show you when Christ is giving this teaching, they experience things like this. In John 6, he fed the 5,000. He teaches on uh, the bread from heaven. And uh, this is pretty heavy teaching for these men to take in. But then in John 6, verse 60, when many of his disciples heard it, they said, this is a hard saying. Who can listen to it? Verse 66. After this, many of his disciples turned back and no longer walked with him. Judas, you walked with me up to within 24 hours of my crucifixion, and you're a devil. And none of the other men know it. Can we be fooled? You've been in association with me, but you've never been in an abiding relationship. You've never derived your life from me. What about the crowd that says, uh, uh, Lord, you know, well, uh, just a moment here. Um, we cast out devils in your name. Did they? Sure, they did. They do it in India. I've had Indian believers tell me, said, you guys claim everything, the power of God. Our fakers in India can cast out demons. They can walk on fire. Doesn't mean God, what, what about Judas? He was out there with the 70 when they were healing the sick, casting out demons and all. And, and Jesus said, some of these guys are going to come up to me. And I'm going to say, the tree is known by its fruit. And they started saying, Lord, Lord. We know your name. Matter of fact, we'll fight. Let's see, Lord, Lord. Uh, we, we probably say, Adonai, Elohim, Jehovah. See, we're theologically astute. And so are the rabbis. They knew the scriptures. They knew what day they shouldn't crucify a man on. Because according to the law, he shouldn't be hanging on a tree on a Sabbath. When you're killing God, you need to be scriptural. You can be full of Scripture and be in apostasy. You can be full of church and going away from the living God. You can preach every Sunday and be backslidden in your heart. He's warning. Abide. I'm in you. You're in me. My word's in you. You Remain in contact. Don't stray. Don't break connection. Do nothing on your side. To get away from me. I'm everything you must have to make it. Know that. I'm not just the beginning. I'm for the whole journey. Don't just say, I'm saved. And I'm satisfied. And I ain't going any further. 
Oh, honey, wake up. God didn't save you to just sit down and become a statue. He saved you to use you, to change you. And he wants to manifest his life through you, not just for you to say, I got mine and I'm sitting down. And if anything, I'll be critical of the church. You're critical because you're not bearing any fruit. You're probably an unbeliever if you stay that way long. You cannot. Here's the question. Hear me. Can you be a fruitless Christian and be a Christian? Matthew 7. A tree is known by the fruit it bears. Oh, hey, there's another one. I can see it in your face. You, you, you turn, turn over there. Look, look at for, uh, Matthew 13. Are you there? I'm listening to paper. Turn off that iPad by George. Go to the first century church. Uh, Matthew 13. Jesus tells the parable of the soils. The disciples don't, don't know what it means, like most of us don't. And so they get along with Jesus, and he has to unpack what he taught them. He tells the same parable in Mark 4. Watch this. Verse 18. Hear then the parable of the sower. When anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it, the evil one comes and snatches away what has been sown in his heart. This is what was sown along the path. Now, I face this every week. Some of you are along the path hearers, and by the time the one o'clock game comes on, you will have forgotten what you heard. Because the devil will see to it. And unless God intervenes, you will perish. Because I can't turn on the lights for you. Only God can. Then he goes on. As for what was sown in rocky ground, this is the one who hears the word and immediately receives it with joy. Yet he has no root in himself, but endures for a while. And when tribulation or persecution arises on account of the word, immediately he falls away. We would say he lost his salvation. He never had it. It was an emotional, quick response. And as soon as a little trouble came, in the first century, they went back to temple, the book of Hebrews. Don't go back. Don't go back. Don't go back. We're, we count numbers too quick. The book of Acts, they didn't count them when they professed faith. They counted them when they baptized them. Will you get baptized? Oh, no. I don't want to get baptized. Because in other cultures, it's very scary. It may cost you your life. At least cost you your job. And if you're Jewish, they put you out of the family tree. Moise Rosen, his father, put him out of the family inheritance and out of the family tree when he professed faith. Baptism was costly. Watch this now. As for what was sown among thorns, this is the one who hears the word, but the cares of the world and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word, and it proves unfruitful. And we say, oh, well, that's just a worldly Christian. No, they, they became unfruitful. Now watch. Here's the fourth soil. You ready? As for what was sown on good soil, this is the one who hears the word and understands it. He indeed bears 
fruit and yields, in one case, a hundredfold, in another, sixty, and in another, thirty. Different degrees of fruitfulness, but I propose to say there is no such thing as a barren Christian. Why? The vine's life must show up in your life or you're not in connection. You are not in union. You mean you can know Christ and never own him. You can know Christ and never say, I'm a Christian. One of the fruits that that comes with knowing Christ is claiming him, knowing him, uh, being willing to suffer for him. Or none of the character of Christ comes through my life. I'm still a thief. I'm still a blasphemer. I'm still a drunk. I'm still a, I'm a still a, I'm a still a. Wait, wait, wait. When did the life of the vine ever become your life? I am the vine. You are the branches. I want to put my life through you, and the manifestation of my life will be fruit. Fruit is manifestation of life. Are you united to the life, Christ? We can look for his fruit. No fruit, no life. Oh, some may have be a hundredfold Christian. Maybe a J. Hudson Taylor or some great man of the faith, a Moody or whatever. Wonderful. Some of us 60, some 30. But there's never a place in Scripture that portrays the righteous as fruitless and barren. The wicked are always seen as barren. The righteous man is like a tree planted by the waters. He bears his fruit in the season, but the wicked are not so, but are like the chaff blown by the wind. God's child cannot be chaff because he has been connected to a life source. You can associate with his vine, but it will become evident in time that you're his or not. And when he cuts you off, and when he burns you up, you will know, even if you're self-deceived, I'm not in the vine. Our Father prunes all believers. For abide or remain in contact with Christ so that you may bear fruit. What is the fruit? Witness owning Christ, fruit of the Spirit, praise, service, changed character, many results. Many, the word fruit is used of many things, but we are never said to be barren. Never. We may lapse, we may have those struggles, we may have those periods of temptation and learning like Peter and the disciples and the failure that hit them shortly after this uh, upper room experience. But that was just a brief period. Brief, where it's restored and God began to bear his fruit through them. Uh, Abiding means much fruit. No abiding, no fruit. Nothing of worth will be done. That is an awesome concept when he says, without me you can do nothing. And and a lot of the wicked seem to be doing quite a bit. Tweeter just made billionaires out of people. Tweeter just made how many millionaires in a day? I think it was 116 in a day. Man, I want to say tweeter, tweeter. 
I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not a Tweeter fan. 116 millionaires in a day. You'd be amazed, most of them are under the age of 30. Boy, if you could just manage them. You make it, we'll manage it. But he says, apart from me, you can do nothing. You know what? that's what's wrong with some of you? You think you can do everything without him. You never considered the vine. Or once you make it. I had a man one time, we were talking about giving God the glory, and he, he just stated, well, I'll tell you, I made it. God didn't make it. I made it. When he lost everything, I don't know where God was. But he lost it. This independence. Don't get independent on me, disciples. I can make it. You can't make it. This is a divine life. This is not the Marlboro man. This is a dependent people. My only connection to life is Jesus. You know what it reminds me of? It's one of those old Flash Gordon movies. Anybody ever see Flash? Yeah, you're, you're old. You're looking at there. Uh, but, but you remember it, what used to be fascinating to me is when they went down those diving bells. Even when we used to go over to Playland, to go down in that tank, that was scary. But, you know, they, they'd have these diving suits. And in those days, they were, I mean, man, they were so ugly and they're doing all this. But what was always scary, you know, the octopus or something was always going for the air hose. You remember? Come on. Trying to mess up flash, you know. It's hard to stay down there without a connection to air. Christ is saying, I'm going back to heaven. Stay in contact. I'm the source of the air. I'm the source of supply. I'm telling you, make it your business to stay in touch. I'm giving you prayer. I'm giving you joy. I'm giving you the Holy Spirit. Stay in touch with heaven, for you can't get anything done that's worth spit without abiding in me. And the spit is not in the Greek. Fruitless branches are headed for destruction. Verse 6. No fruit, get ready for the fire. Abiding in Christ and his word, abiding in you leads to effectual praying. We'll pick it up next week in that. But when you are bearing fruit and praying, three results happen. First, it brings glory to God. It gives him honor and recognition. Two, you will bear much fruit by abiding and remaining in contact with your source of life, by constant communion and dependence. And thirdly, this is very interesting. Verse 8, look at what verse 8 says, fruit does. Are you there? By this, my Father is glorified that you bear much fruit and so prove to be my disciples. Well, you don't need to do anything to be a disciple of Christ. You mean fruit never has to show up? Well, you're adding to salvation. No, I'm not. Part of my salvation is it bears fruit. Bears fruit. Let me ask you. Is there any fruit in your life that you belong to Christ? Young people, you watch yourselves. You're young. And the devil always lays his best traps for youth. 
Because you haven't lived long enough to know the pain of consequences. As older adults, you see these scars over here? You see this? Let me show you this one. No. Well, we made some wrong choices. All of us coming along. But the devil never shows you consequences. He only shows you pleasure. You need it. You need it. You, you get it free. How many of you found out it ain't free? You got to pay. The wages of sin cost. Well, I, I, well, all he showed me is how much pleasure. I, you know, I want instant gratification. You may get it. But you will have long-term pain. What you did in a night may cost you the rest of your life. You know what? You can go out on cocaine in one night. You can do an overdose one night. One night you can father a child. And the rest of your life trying to hide your identity and have children around. All I did is one night she was too good looking to give it up. Yet did you ever realize what that night may bring? Oh, the devil didn't show me that. He just showed me let the good times roll. Let the good times roll. Well, I'm going to tell you some bad times are coming. Bad times are coming. What you need is to get a permanent life source that brings joy, that brings peace, that gives you. He said, I'll hang a little key in your life. Uh, I think it's clean. Uh, that I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hang a key in your life. And, and, and what's that, Lord? Anytime you need help, just grab the phone. Lord, this is me. I'm asking in your name. Give me what I need. I'll be on the other end. I'll be on the other end. Abide in me. My word abide in you. And you will manifest as my fruit and my life is manifested through your mouth, your mind, your manners, your walk, your talk. They'll know. He's been, he must have got connected to the vine. He's acting like someone we've never seen. Oh, you see, I'm living on another source. I'm feasting on the manna that comes from above. I believe it is the description for every believer, not just of an elite group. There's the abiding Christian, and there's the fruitless, carnal Christian. Nothing. No. I don't think that, I don't think he had any of those categories in his mind here. He's saying, I've got a false professor that's gone back. I've got 11 men that are going to go on. They're going to have some temporary failure. But in time, my fruit will be born through them. My fruit will be born through them. Well, I hope you're abiding. Unless you're abiding, you're perishing. I would tell you today... It's as simple as taking Jesus Christ into your heart and believing that he died in your place and that you admit, I'm barren. I don't have the life of God. I'm joyless. I'm not right, but I want God's life. What do I have to do? You must believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. And you will get joined to this vine forever. And then he'll just tell you, Stay in constant contact. 
We used to sing a song. How did it go? Uh, oh, uh, it was something like uh, drawing nigh to God. And someone said, if God doesn't feel near you, guess who moved? He never runs from his people. We just quit clinging to him and abiding. And this is Truth For Today with Pastor Phil Howard. As we conclude our time together today, we would invite you to contact us if you have questions, comments about the broadcast. Maybe you have a question about your own walk and relationship with the Lord or a prayer request. We'd love to hear from you. Please get in touch with us today. Now, we have a couple of ways to do so. The easiest might be simply visiting our website, truthfortodayradio.org. You can drop us an email. We have other means of contact that you'll find there at truthfortodayradio.org. We also have a lot of resource materials available for your growth and relationship with Christ. Our design and desire is to see that you grow in Christ, grow according to His knowledge and grace. Any way we can help, well, that's why we're here. So stop by truthfortodayradio.org or simply give us a call. 855-833-9864. Again, you can reach us at 855-833-9864. Please bear in mind as you contact us that this is a listener-supported ministry. As you link arms with us financially, we're able to continue the ministry here on this radio station. Prayerfully consider how you might get involved in the ministry of Truth For Today, won't you? 855-833-9864. 833-9864 or write to us. Our address is 1511 M. Sycamore Avenue, Suite 278, Hercules, California. The zip code is 94547. And that website, once again, truthfortodayradio.org. It is a pleasure spending time with you in God's Word. We trust we'll see you next time we get together for another broadcast of Truth For Today with Pastor Phil Howard. Phil Howard.